This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Thursday, March the 10th, and first today we're going to be hearing from a Sheppy mum who's criticised the justice system after the man who left her son unconscious avoided going to prison, all because it took so long for the case to get to court. Now, Bradley Holding was only 16 when he was punched while cycling along Sheerness High Street in December 2019. He was then stamped on as he lay unconscious. He spent six days in hospital and two months off school. His mum, Stacey, has told the Kent Online podcast he still suffers from anxiety and she's recalled the day it happened. When I first turned up, I was under the impression that he'd been run over and I thought that I was just going to turn up and he was going to be sitting at the side of the road saying he was all right. Um, And when I turned up and he was laying on the floor, my heart sunk to my stomach. I thought my son was dead and I was so, so worried. Um, and even to this day, I, I do, I worry when he's out. I'm always worried, oh my God, I hope he's okay and stuff like that. But he's 19 now and I can't <laughs> can't model coddle him forever. I'm not just disappointed, I'm very angry. Because it was only, as the judge said, just by the skin of his teeth really, that he got away with it because um, it had taken over two years to get to court. And I think it's a disgrace that, because of lockdown, he's got away with this. Even in the court, they said, oh, he's tur- in the two years, he's turned his life around. But in that time, my son suffered for the last two years. How's that fair? <clears throat> that because COVID, he's been let off. Because the judge said that if, if it had come straight to court, he would have been sent down for at least 18 months. But because of COVID, he's been basically let off with that. Now, that that's not helping the fact that he should have been sent down. He should, shouldn't have just had a bit of community service. He's damaged my son more mentally than physically. He's still got a, a lump on his lip that aggravates him when he eats or brushes his teeth. Um, but it's more the mental side of it. My son's afraid to go out. He doesn't go out on his own, even when I, because I've got a disability. Um, and even if I ask him to go up the shop for me, the shop's literally a minute up the road and he will call me before he even leaves the house and talk to me all the way up to the shop while he's in the shop and all the way back because he doesn't want to be on his own. He's frightened to be out on his own. And this is what this man's done to my son. I feel that he should have served what the judge would have served two years ago. If the judge said two years ago you'd been going down for 18 months, that's what he should have done. Just because COVID has stopped him from being able to get to court doesn't mean that he shouldn't have done what he what he should have got. That's what the sentence would have been. Why? Because we've had to put up with COVID. Should he now get away with it? Just because he's turned his life around in two years. When my son suffered for two years. Jack Taylor, who's 28 and from Plough Road in Minster, has been given an 18-month suspended sentence and told to do 180 hours of unpaid work. Quite a few of you are commenting on this story. It's causing quite a debate. You can join by heading to Kent Online and clicking on the comment section.
Kent Online News. Other top stories today and a sitting born woman who stole nearly £70,000 from the company she worked for has been sent to prison. Carla Loftus was an administrator at Southern Glass in Maidstone. A court's been told she made around 60 payments to herself, then tried to hide it by remotely logging onto computers and deleting accounts. The 33-year-old from Reamsway in Kemsley has been locked up for more than two years after admitting the thefts. It's emerged today a man suspected to have been murdered in Tunbridge Wells was stabbed in the heart. An inquest has heard how Zovan Pepach was found at his home in Cayley Road in December and had died from multiple injuries. Ten people are expected to go on trial in October, accused of killing the 25-year-old. A 17-year-old who was locked up for life after stabbing a disabled girl at least 99 times at a park in Sittingbourne has had his sentence reduced. The teenage boy, who we're not allowed to name, attacked her at the orchards last July. He was told he'd be detained for at least 10 years before being considered for release. But that's now been cut to seven and a half years after a judge said he'd made a mistake with working out the minimum tariff. A shotgun, crossbows and flashbang grenades have been seized from a house in Canterbury. Officers from Kent Police's Rural Task Force were called to a property after suspicions were raised about the owner. A man in his 50s was arrested and has since been released under investigation. Now, two weeks into the conflict in Ukraine, a sitting-born mum has described how her family has been torn apart. Thousands of people are continuing to flee the country following the invasion by Russia. Among them is some of Marina Hughes's family. The 36-year-old has been speaking to me about her concerns for her brother and sister, mum, dad and grandmother, and for the future of her country. My sister, she's managed to leave the country and it was a mission and a half. But Sunday, she actually managed to get to America. So we have friends over there. So she's safe. Hopefully she can mentally recover a little bit. Uh, She had to flee the country driving with two of her cats. So again, it was a bit of a challenging and worrying how how all this is going to go with crossing the borders, going on a plane with cats, because when you plan the trip, you have enough time to sort things out. But when it's all kind of now, you don't have to. My brother, he had to take his family with my nieces and nephew uh, to the west part of Ukraine, not far from border with Poland. Um, and yesterday they start making their way to Denmark because obviously at the moment people staying, like all oh, friends of the friends said you can stay, so it's not even your friends, so you can't kind of stay for too long. Um, but they have someone in Denmark that they can go and stay there because my sister is in in laws um, employees. They want her to be safe. So at the moment, it, it's hard to predict how things going to go. Uh, my mom and my nan, they're staying in Kiev because uh, my nan, she's eighty seven. She has dementia, and um, she's not really mobile because she had a serious hip operation last year uh, so mum can't even go to the shelters when the um, the alarms go because you can't go sometimes it takes like the whole day I've spoken to her in the morning today and she said so far there was already three sirens going off but you can't just keep going up and down up and down so they staying in flat uh, my other brother who lives in Bulgaria 
you've managed to sort out uh, some volunteers who uh, bring some cooked food for my mum and my dad and then every other day. I can't imagine what it's like looking at the images that we're seeing on the television at the moment and to know that you've got your family there. What is it like for you? It's terrifying. It's it's hard to describe because it's, I mean, for me, I, I'm, I'm in Britain for 13 years now and every time we go, it, it feels a bit different anyway because a lot of things changing and you feel yourself like, oh, you know, it's it's not that much mine anymore. But I do get loads of times like feelings about um, I miss my city. I miss streets. I love walking. And there was a specific walks I really like to do. And now knowing when we're going to go next time is going to be different. It's not going to be different because there's a new place is built. It's going to be different because things that I knew they just not there or, you know, not in that condition. And it's not neglected and, you know, gone bad over the time. So I, I don't know. Has the resistance of the Ukrainian people surprised you? I guess you know the people very, very well. You probably expected them to react exactly as they have reacted. I mean, it's heroic what, what they're doing. Uh, I did expect that. My, my people, Ukrainian people, through all of our history, are really, really, really tough. And uh, in a situation when it's difficulty strikes, people gathering, people helping, people actually turning on their humanity, feelings like status. And um, I, I didn't expect others because you know this is how we are president vladimir zelensky got a standing ovation from from parliament um when he spoke in the commons via that link i mean he seems to be leading the people incredibly at the moment what what do you make of him and how he's reacted and responded to what's going on i think he's doing a brilliant job and i know when he was elected lots of people weren't happy about it because his main job for years was a comedian a very successful comedian in Russia, in Ukraine. And lots of people were just saying, oh, it's the clown, how he's going to do it. But um, I think he's doing great. And being in Sittingbourne and seeing the outpouring of love for, for your country from, from people in the town and from people all over Kent, in fact, all over the, the whole country, collecting aid, wanting to help. How has that made you feel? Overwhelming. I'm, I'm really, really glad to get such a big respond and um because i've donated a lot of things as well myself and i spread the message um with my colleagues and i know they've donated a lot and it's just nice to see that so much support we get the uk government have been criticized for not doing enough as far as refugees are concerned and, and helping people to come here do you think they should be doing more uh, I, I try not to talk about politics all the time, but um, it's a hard decision to make, especially after everybody's economy has been suffered with COVID in the past two years. Um, I'm glad that they've changed the restrictions about immediate family, because when it's all started or was getting to the point that maybe possibly I was unable to bring my mom and my nan here at all. 
And the changes <clears throat> that were made, they were made a bit too late because at the moment, my mum and my nan, they can't leave the city. It's just impossible. I think those changes were done a bit too late. But I do understand that if they're going to do too much, they're going to get criticised by their own people, which they need to look after. Well, you can head to the national pages of Kent Online for the very latest on the situation regarding refugees coming to the UK. Meantime, a Tunbridge Wells couple have raised more than £55,000 to buy body armour for Ukrainians fighting to defend their country. John and Claire Lynch run an IT company which has a team of 30 staff based in Lviv who are now supporting refugees fleeing to safety. And the son of a Kent MP has joined the war effort in Ukraine. Ben Grant, whose mum is Maidstone's Helen Grant, is part of a group of seven ex-servicemen who are helping the country's armed forces in Kiev. The 30-year-old says he chose to go after seeing footage of a house being bombed where children could be heard screaming. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with car dealerships in Canterbury and Maidstone. We mentioned this in yesterday's podcast, but it's happened a bit sooner than expected, to be honest. Fuel prices in Kent have now hit £2 a litre. At Kent Online, you can see a picture of diesel being sold for £2.6p a litre at the BP services on the A2 near Canterbury. Petrol has also been spotted at £1.83 a litre, with the soaring cost partly because of the war in Ukraine. The Chancellor is being urged to reduce fuel duty to ease the burden on struggling households. Meantime, rural households in Kent are facing astronomical rises in their energy costs after Russia's invasion, and it's doubled the price of heating oil in less than two weeks. It's gone up from 65p a litre to £1.28. The fuel's used by thousands of homes in the county, which are off-grid. Now, this is something we really haven't mentioned on the podcast for a little while now, but there's a warning today the coronavirus pandemic is not over as infection rates start to rise in parts of Kent. Across the county, more than 7,700 cases were recorded in the week to last Friday. That's a 9% increase on the previous seven days. The latest REACT study has also found hospital admissions are going up again too. Three people have been taken to hospital following a serious crash near Dover. Just one car was involved on Whitfield Hill in the early hours of this morning. The road was closed for several hours for an investigation to take place. This is one of our most read stories today. New owners have been found for the County Square Shopping Centre in Ashford. Big names like Debenhams and River Island have recently left the site and Next and H&M have also said they're going to be closing their stores. Well, it was put on the market for £13.5 million pounds last year and now the new owners say they're committed to making improvements. They've added that food and drink outlets or even office space could fill part of the extension of the site which has been most affected by the recent closures. County Square you may remember was built back in 2008 and cost £60 million. Pounds. Well, turning part of it into living accommodation has been ruled out by the people who are taking it over. They've also said they are keen to find big name retailers to fill those empty units but would consider splitting up the three-storey former Debenham store to cater for smaller firms. Any office space could have its own entrance potentially from Elwick Road. We will, of course, keep you updated with any further developments with County Square. Now, a Kent business that makes sensory clothing for autistic children 
has teamed up with Katie Price's son, Harvey. Born Anxious is launching a new clothing range designed by the 19-year-old at a charity fashion show in London this weekend. Kelly Barker from Herne Bay set up the clothing label back in 2019 to make others aware of her son's behaviour. And she says the new collection is all about celebrating neurodiversity. Kate actually approached me and said she would like, Harvey would like to have his own clothing line. So we work with our designer, Amy um, Steele, and it's based on one of Harvey's drawings. Harvey actually drew a frog, which we created into a design with the headphones on. I don't like loud noise. And it's all to celebrate Harvey's love of frogs, which I think is his personal stamp on the um, on the clothing. And he's really proud of it. And the um, the profits of the clothing line, they go into Anna Kennedy Online Charity and Harvey's personal fund. And I think that it's important to mention that because Harvey is a man and, you know, a lot of uh, people with disabilities, they can't just go and get a regular job. So Harvey's clothing is celebrating his connection with the charity. And obviously he's also an ambassador of Mencap. Um, It's celebrating Harvey's charity work. It's giving him his own identity on the clothing, which he did wear anyway. And what we've done is made an option on there so that you can add a born anxious design on the back of Harvey's clothing. Um, Because a lot of them are very personal. You know, I'm anxious might not apply to everyone or I don't like loud noise might not apply to everyone. But you can go in and choose the one that best suits your need, even if you just want to remind someone to be a nice human. Um, So you can personalise them. And it's a real celebration and it's on our organic fabric still. We've still kept the theme of what born anxious is about which is about sensory clothing. Um, And it's Born Anxious by Harvey Price. And he's really proud of it. And he has been really involved in the whole process. He's approved everything. It's based on one of his drawings. So what we're going to do is launch that this weekend on a catwalk show in London. So we have created an entire show all um, for Harvey everybody will wear his messages we have more models than we did before a more diverse group of models than we had before we now have adults this year as well um, with autism um, and neurodiversities and we have 25 models and then we're going to have a real celebration and then at the end they're going to be joined by Harvey on the stage who'll be wearing his own clothes and celebrating and I think that this will probably be bigger and better than our show before I think it's really important to um, not only give Harvey his own runway, but also so he can see how many people support his clothing line. Because for Harvey, it's just something that he likes. He celebrates it and he enjoys it. And I think that, you know, Katie has said before, um, you know, Harvey doesn't understand about celebrity and um all of that and I think it's really important that on the day Harvey realizes how many people are proud of him to celebrate the clothing and the messages and you know what why shouldn't it have its own show it's an amazing collection for an amazing charity Harvey's very proud of it 
Um, so, yeah, we're, I'm really excited. A clean-up operations underway after oil washed up on beaches in Thanet. We're being told to avoid going near the water at Louisa Bay, Dumpton Gap, Stone Bay and Viking Bay in Broadstairs. Dog walkers in particular are being told to keep their pets on leads. Follow Kent Online on socials today to see pictures and video of a huge new cruise ship which has just docked near Gravesend. The Valiant Lady sailed up the River Thames this morning to reach Tilbury. It's the latest vessel to be launched by Virgin Voyages. A piece of art which may or may not be a Banksy is going up for auction in Folkestone. The block of concrete was found in East London and has a version of the artist's heavy weaponry design on it. Now it's owned by the former mayor of Folkestone who's even admitted to breaking her toes on it when it used to be on show in her hallway. It's being sold off for charity this weekend. And finally today, more restaurants could be coming to Folkestone Harbour Arm. There are plans to open them in shipping containers near the existing car park with views over the channel. There'll also be outside seating and you can see what they could look like at Kent Online. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site to do that. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And whilst you're on the site today, you can read our latest Eat My Words food review. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall.